Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today. I'm quite excited about this morning's message. So we've been talking about the Beatitudes, and this morning's one that I'm trying to think when I've ever last heard a message on the topic of meekness or being a meek person. Now, part of it is it's a difficult word to uh, define, and it's translated in the English into different languages. In our language, in my Bible, I usually use New American Standard. It's translated gentle. King James and many others, it's translated meekness. Some translate it humble. It's an interesting word to try and figure out, but it's an important word because the, the Scripture says, look, blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Uh, There's few promises that are more exciting than that. Inherit the earth? A meek person? I would think the strong and powerful and self-assertive and and domineering people, they're the ones who are going to inherit the earth, and we have to be content with just going to heaven. But look at what this says. The meek shall inherit the earth. I've got some really interesting application of this at the end. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get right into it. First of all, what does this word mean? If you look in the dictionary, you get this definition, quiet, gentle, easily imposed upon, submissive, used in a sentence that says, I used to call her Miss Mouse because she was so meek and mild. Who wants to be like that? That's got all kinds of negative connotations, doesn't it? Like you're spineless, like you're easily imposed upon, and and so forth. Rather, the scriptural definition of this word, it's it's a great virtue. It doesn't imply weakness, but rather it implies, as I have here, power or strength under control a lack of self-will and self-assertiveness. This word was used in in the ancient times of taming a horse or breaking a horse. Indeed, if you see a horse galloping through the, you know, out in the, you know, a Western movie or something, galloping through the plains, it looks majestic. It looks, it looks beautiful. And you think, you know, what a, a wild horse, a stallion, free, and so on. And some people would like to be like that and admire that in a person. But that wild stallion is of no use because it's not been broken. You can't ride it. You can't use it. If you break that horse, if you tame that horse, then that horse can be useful to the master. And it can be a a powerful tool. And this is the same word, this idea of being gentle or meek. The idea is to be broken like a wild stallion has been now broken so that it can be ridden or utilized, useful to the master. If you have great strength of personality, if you have great uh, uh, power in in your natural being, shall we say, God can use that. But, but if it's exhibited in self-assertiveness, if it's exhibited in self-will, in always getting your way and demanding your way and pushing your agenda, well, that's not how God builds his kingdom. That won't inherit the earth for you. You might think it will, but ultimately it won't. The way God gives it is as he takes that power and that 
strength of character that you would have, and he tames it. He, he brings you into a place of submissiveness to him, brokenness before him, so that now as you are meek before God, gentle before God, or broken before God, shall we say, God can take that strength of yours, your personality, your gifts, your abilities, and he can use those, he can use all of that for the good of building his kingdom and for you to inherit the earth. What an exciting thing. This does not mean that you just go sit in a corner and, and you know, never, never peep a sound or anything. Jesus was a meek person. And Jesus, of course, was bold and courageous. He stood for principle. He had backbone. He had courage. Jesus spoke words that, that were difficult to say. Jesus challenged people. Jesus inspired people. Jesus was a true man's man, but he was a meek man. Likewise, Moses, it says, was a meek man. In Numbers chapter 11, he was a meek or humble man, and yet Moses was a, perhaps the greatest leader of all time goodness sake, stop and think. He led over a million people out through, through a desert wilderness where they didn't have the normal necessities of life. You talk about a leader who has ever been a greater leader than Moses, and yet he was a meek man. Jesus <clears throat> calls us to this meekness. Look at what he says in, number, in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. Come to me, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle. There's that same word, gentle, meek. In the, in the Greek, it's the same word. I am gentle or meek and humble in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We learn several things here about meekness versus self-assertiveness, self-will. The person who is <clears throat> controlled by their own self-will and self-assertiveness and self-desires, they don't have rest for their souls. Their souls are anxious, worried, uptight, nervous. Their souls are always on edge. They've not learned to rest because when we, we find rest for our souls in meekness before God, in humility before God, in brokenness before God, this is where we say, I can trust God. It's not going the way I wish. I can trust God. I, I, I'm not achieving some of the things. I, I can trust God. This relationship isn't going. I can trust God. In all of life's circumstances, a meek person finds rest for their soul. And I hope you find rest for your soul. I've shared here before each night when I go to bed now, my final prayer before I close my eyes, I say, uh, blessed be the Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives sleep to my eyes and rest to my soul. Brothers and sisters, I hope when you sleep at night, and I hope that when you're awake during the day, your soul finds rest. So important to be at peace, to find the peace that comes through Jesus Christ. And so he says, come to me, learn from me. Jesus Christ, learn from me. He, he was 
the Son of God, and yet he lived as if the weight of the world was not on his shoulders. <clears throat> it was on the Father's. He was just a broken horse, shall we say? A to- a, not a broken, a tamed horse. He'd been. He he was submissive to the Father. He walked in the will of the Father. And his great power and his great strength was shown as he was under under control. He says, take my yoke upon you. This is another aspect of a meek person. They're concerned for others. Jesus is willing to bear our burdens. He's willing to say a yoke, you know, you've got two oxen on a yoke. And he's saying, I'm on one, just get on my yoke. Don't give up your burdens and the pressure you're always feeling. Get in my yoke. I will lead us. I'll, if you walk in my yoke, you'll find life, and the burden is light. You'll find life is refreshing. You'll find that his burden is, light, is not heavy. So often we think that to serve the Lord is tough. It's difficult. Well, it may be because we're trying to serve him in our strength instead of coming to him in meekness, letting him bear our burdens and finding rest for our souls. He will bear your burdens because he's meek, because he's more concerned with you than himself. He's not all about himself. He's here to serve. And this leads to the next thing, a a true leader, a bondservant of God who wants to be effective for God. He must have meekness. Look at what Paul tells Timothy in 2 Timothy 2, verses 24 and 25. The Lord's bondservant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to all, able to teach, patient when wrong, with gentleness, here's the word, gentleness or meekness, with gentleness, meekness, correcting those who are in opposition, if perhaps God may grant them repentance, leading to the knowledge of the truth. Do you correct people with, with, with power, with, self, with, with self-assertiveness, with intimidation, with lording it over them, with an iron fist. That's not how the Lord's bond servants correct people. We correct people with meekness, with humility, with understanding their, their difficult situation, with understanding their trials, their circumstances. We, we come to them with this type of humility, and that's how the Lord's bond servants see success. This self-assertiveness. Parents, if you're correcting your your children with this self-assertive, iron, iron-fisted power, you're going to break their spirit. You're going to wound them. You're going to create a rebel. But rather, we come to them with the gentleness and meekness of Jesus Christ. This is such a powerful, powerful uh, virtue. And how I pray for every one of us, the Lord's, every one of us as the Lord's bond servants, especially for our leaders. Oh my goodness. This quality seems to have even been lost in the Christian churches in so many places. Some of these churches that get things done, they just do it by strong leaders that force their will upon others. And it's so sad to see how many large, successful churches, we find out they they crash and they burn, the leaders crash and burn, and we find out that so much of what was accomplished was because that leader had charisma, but he accomplished things through intimidation rather than through a meek servant leadership spirit. Now remember, we said, Jesus said, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And I stop and think about 
this. You know, we were just recently in Israel where we saw the, the ruins of King Herod, an amazing builder. He built all these incredible structures, enlarged the temple, the Herodian, the, the, the city of uh, Caesarea Maritima. He built Masada, all these tremendous building projects. And he's opposed to Jesus. He was the one who wanted to kill Jesus when he was just born. And he killed all the, all the two-year-olds in the city, in the, in the region of Bethlehem. Jesus, his kingdom endures. Today, you see the strong, self-assertive, proud, uh, intimidating, manipulative leader of Herod, and his kingdom is left in ruins. And when you go to Israel, that's what you see. There once stood a great palace here. It looked like he was leading, winning. But now all that he built, it's left in ruins. Meanwhile, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of Jesus keeps growing and growing and growing, becoming stronger and stronger as it leavens, as the, 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 the word of God, the seed of God's word, the leaven in the lump goes through the whole world. Wow, which one wins? And notice here that it says the meek will inherit the earth. You see, the self-assertive and proud, they go try and take the earth. They try and dominate the earth. They try and take it on their own. It's not ours to take. It's God's to give. God's favor and blessing, he gives the earth to the meek. He gives the blessing. The favor of God is on the meek. You can have one of two choices in life. You can be that self-assertive, proud, manipulative, uh, non-meek person and go take it. And you might get it for a while, as long with a lot of stress and ulcers and heartache and and damaged relationships, or you can be the humble, meek person submitted to God with strength under power, true spiritual backbone, stands for principle, stands boldly for truth, but in humility, not self-assertiveness. And you'll find that God will give you the earth. He'll give you the blessing. You'll labor under the favor of God. Isn't that awesome? Father, we thank you for your ways. We thank you for your truth. We thank you for the that you reward and you give blessing and favor upon the meek. Hallelujah. Teach us to live like this. Towards you, that we'd have a submissive heart. We'd, we'd not fight you. We'd not resist you. But we'd allow you to form us. You're the potter. We're the clay. We pray that you'd mold us and make us after the person you want us to be. We pray we'd be like soft clay, not hard, not resistant, but soft, tender clay in your hands. And we pray, Father, accomplish your purposes in us, and as you, and as it be your will, and as it please you, put favor upon our lives. Might we inherit the earth for your glory and for your kingdom. We love you, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Wow, I love this scripture. And I must confess, I don't, I don't think enough about meekness. I've enjoyed preparing for this study and, and remembering some of these points and learning some new things. So I hope you learned something today. And if you did, I hope you come back and join us regularly. If you're new today, welcome. I hope you will come back regularly. Subscribe to the channel, share with your friends, like the video, and leave a comment below to introduce yourself. If you're here regularly, I'm, it's such a privilege to be sharing the word with you. I know God's blessing you and strengthening you. I thank you for your commitment to come every single day, whether live or later in the day, or even listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. Thanks for being a part of this time. I love you guys. God bless you. God strengthen you. 
God give you the earth. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.